All right, today I'm here with Chris Kays, and Chris, you served in the United States Air Force, is that correct? Yes. What years did you serve? 1986 to 1990. 96 to 90? Like I'm sorry, 86 to 90. 86 to 90. Did uh, you go straight out of high school? Yeah, yeah. I went in in July of 86. Okay. Graduated in May of 86. Wow. So, yeah, it was part of the plan. Two, two huh? months. <laughs> so, was this one of the, I've heard this many times, I went to theaters, man, I saw Top Gun, and then the next thing you know, I was in the Air Force. Well, what's funny about my whole thing is, when I was like three or four years old, we were in... I now live in Springfield all my life. Um, we're out on the swing set with my mom. Uh-huh. And used to, we used to have air shows out here all the time. At yeah, the, yeah, at, I've, at I've heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Blue Angels were coming yeah. in. And they flew over, like, real low. And I looked up and said, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Ever since then, I always wanted to be a pilot. Uh-huh. Ever since then. Back in the day, it wasn't as easy to figure stuff out. I mean, you didn't have Google. You didn't have Internet. You didn't. And my parents didn't know really how to push me to do whatever to facilitate to do. that yeah. yeah so i'm like you know of course the recruiters tell you everything to get yeah you so i'm like hey air force planes you yeah know? yeah so that's why that's why i went in i okay. just i'd always loved planes um i even got in trouble from my next wife because i was actually looking at a plane and she thought i was looking at the woman i'm like what there was there was a woman i'm like no there no there was a plane sitting here um, I'm going to have to use that excuse. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking at the plane. I swear to yeah, God. I swear. I swear to God. Oh, that's great. So I went in, and, and uh, uh, they messed up my – I was supposed to be a loadmaster, uh-huh. which is they do cargo on the on the cargo planes and stuff. And they screwed something up, and government, big surprise. And I ended up being an aircraft armament system specialist. Okay. Basically take care of the weapon systems on the jets. Wow. That's – Probably a little bit more advanced than the cargo guy, yeah, I would yeah, assume. Yeah. Um, and now you do, a we, a we talked before we recorded, so you do IT now, so I'm sure right. that helped with... Honestly, where, you know, when you're 18, you don't think... You, well, yeah. You know, when I got out of this, even when I got out, I'm like, what, am I going to go load bombs for, you know, for United now? <laughs> or what, You know, um, so I, you know, I'm like, well, that didn't help me any. But honestly, it taught me to troubleshoot. Yeah, I how to fix it, find, find the answer. I mean, it can be something. I mean, something I don't really know about, and I can troubleshoot it. Brother, that's that yeah. is a skill that is so lacking in this world right now, yeah. where how everyone is just—I don't know how to do it. And like, my first question is: Did you actually even take one step in the direction to actually figure it out yourself? Yeah. Now, I'm very, very obsessive about that stuff. Like, I it drives me crazy. I don't know if it's a pride thing or just obsessive or whatever. Yeah. But I'm exactly the same way. Whatever yeah. it is, plumbing. I'll hurt myself trying to fix it. Yeah, Computer yeah. stuff, technology, car, whatever. Eventually, you got it. You hit your limit. You're like, this is beyond right, me. Right. Hopefully, you do that before you hurt yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. I've been both. Oh yeah. But um, that's that's a very good point that you made, and I I have to say something about it because I believe it 110. percent Like no one just even tries to figure out the answer for themselves yeah. anymore. Because we were my first base was Eglin Air Force Base, and we're I was on the test side, so we had all the fighter jets, and they were like. You know, all the um, tech reps from Northrop Grumman, um, Boeing, all yeah. them, they, work, they were working on them, doing tests on these planes. And anything they had put in there was orange. So we'd be troubleshooting, like, something's not working, a bomb's not dropping right or something. So we're troubleshooting just miles of wiring and electronics. You know? <laughs> and then we come across this orange thing that's not in our... Not, not, I'm like, so we have to call them out. So it's even more difficult. Yeah. But... I mean, I just honed in on that and just... Where's that Air Force Base located? It's in Fort Walton Beach, Florida. Oh, yeah. 
I bet it was nice down there in the yeah, 80s. Back then, they had, they had a test side of the base, and then the other side was, um, what the, back then they called tactical, was, um, and they were all F-15s. Uh-huh. But yeah, it was, I mean, I was there for two years, and it was gorgeous. I mean, yeah. I loved it. And a lot of money going into that yeah. place for yeah. that technology, oh, especially yeah. at that time. Still kind of not really Cold War, but we're still... Well, and that's where the um, Space Force is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I'm sure you got to see a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. Did you see any launches or anything like that while you're down there? No, uh, yeah. no. There was there was some weird stuff though. One thing that was really cool, um, they have the it's called the climatic hangar. It's this gigantic hangar that can recreate pretty much any weather oh, because anything. it's so big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. And um, so they bring aircraft down there, new aircraft and stuff, to test them in different ways. And the B two bomber, before anybody knew about it. You got came to see down it. there. That's cool. And it was so funny because the next day, we, we saw something. We were out in the courtyard in our dorms, and we're in the courtyard drinking or whatever, you know. And we, I mean, the runway's like right there. We're like, what the hell is that? And we're looking. So we went, we put our badges on. We went out to the <laughs> flight line. We're like, what the crap? I mean, we didn't know what it was. All we, the next day, though, there was stuff all over the radio about a boomerang-shaped UFO that was like flying over the ocean, the, yeah. and we're just losing. Oh, like, that's oh my. so funny! So this is this is where all this stuff. Yeah. Comes. It's the Air Force. So, do you believe in UFOs? Do you see anything weird while you're in the Air Force? I didn't. I right now. I mean, I'm not going to say no, but I've never seen one. Any evidence to prove? For the it. only evidence I've seen is the crazy stuff that our government does. Yeah, yeah. That that people don't know about. Yeah, that, you know, like. My biggest thing is the SR-71, which that thing was built in 1959. It's already retired, been retired for a long time. And that thing will do over 6,000 miles an hour. It outflew its own missiles. It was supposed to be a fighter jet originally, but it was too big. But then they found out it outflew its own missiles. And this thing was built in 1959. So I'm just thinking, what do we have? The mean, technology I, has far you know, I'm not going to yeah, completely yeah, discount yeah, the yeah, UFOs, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. our stuff is just, I mean... Uh, you know, I always, I always get to the point where I, I like the idea. Uh, first of all, I think if, if, if intelligent life is out there, I'm sure they've been here and they've already know about us. And if they are here, they're hiding in the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I well, mean, yeah. it makes the most sense because there's no, well, we not like, yeah, 98% of it. We don't, or 90% of it. We haven't ever even looked. Yeah. I mean, it'd be, what they can't, you're telling me they can't go light years ahead and travel in space, but they can't go in the water. Yeah. yeah exactly. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, so that would be one thing. And two, I, I like the idea. You know, that dude that worked in, uh, he worked outside of Vegas and the other tests in Nevada mm-hmm. and he's always ends up on podcasts. Yes, and he used, yes. uh, I can't remember what his name is, but he was, Some of the things he did say about, like, the B-2 bomber and all that stuff and the fingerprint systems that they were using to get in that nobody knew about, he confirmed it as an engineer worked. Well, they've, you know, been back and forth on how much he actually did and all this stuff. But he had a theory, and I think I like this one a lot, is that they have found things, but we haven't gotten advanced enough technologically to figure out what it actually is. Right. Yeah. So it's essentially like Raiders of the Lost Ark, right? Every five to ten years, they find these, you know, young, young gun out of the box thinking scientists and dudes that are engineers and stuff that eh, he might be kind of on the fringe. So if he blows this up for us, we can just say, hey, he's a nut. Yeah. Dude, we don't know what the hell that guy's talking about. <laughs> exactly. But then they get all these guys, they break out the crates, they look at it, try to figure out what it is. We figured it out. Okay, we can use this. Or, oh, my God, this technology is crazy. Create it back up, yeah. set it back down for another 10 years until they figure out what it is. I don't know. I think that would be pretty cool. But Well, there's just a thing about the moon on the news last night about 
about that, that NASA, they, they, all this moon dust and rocks and stuff they brought back, a whole bunch of stuff, they crated it up. Yeah. And it's been crated up until now. Like, so, they like could, said, so they could look at so it with our, at it our technology. technology. Yeah, yeah. So, and, yeah. And it makes sense. Yeah. Um, I, would, I think that would be the best play. Yeah. But who knows? We, I mean, like you said, dude, the, we got planes out flying their missiles in the 50s. And that was in the 50s yeah. when they weren't really spending as much money as on military yeah. as they are now, yeah. which is staggering. Yeah. Um, but go Team USA. It's, uh, it's nice to feel that we, we are pretty, uh, pretty good um, in, in that regard. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, uh, we got way off topic. But uh, I was going to ask you, did you ever get a chance to fly? Um, I did when I was in Korea. Okay, cool. Um, a whole weird. I went to so I left Eglin Air Force Base and <laughs> big surprise, chasing a girl um, that I thought I was in love with. Um, she was in Japan. Okay. And I'm like, hey, you know, if I can get close, then I can take a military hop over and see her. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, I ended up in South Korea, and uh, not not the best place in the world to be. Um, not not anything against Koreans or anything, but that place is not great. I've heard, you know, it's funny, I've heard both sides, but it's always very polarized. And it's probably changed a lot since then. I mean, well, know, yeah, been, yeah, it's yeah. been 40 years or yeah, 50 yeah. or whatever. I've heard both, though. I've heard I've heard it's either I yeah. really liked it or I, nah, not for me. Well, it's like, you know, we stepped off the plane. And of course, they chartered a, a 747, so we flew over there on, you know, and we're in our dress uniforms uh-huh. and stuff. And, and it'd been, they'd had a tsunami come through there and everything. Yeah. Just so totally. we're having to walk across the tarmac and... I mean, Suey just coming up out of this. And we're oh. having to walk. I'm like, well, this is a nice introduction. <laughs> but anyway, so we, we, I get there. And um, just to shorten it, got there. You know, we're A-10s is what we worked there, solely A-10s. I got to see the 88 Olympics. So that was cool. That's badass. Yeah, so that was cool. You probably yeah. never, I'm like, yeah. hey, I'll never have an opportunity. Yeah, no, I'll, I mean, yeah. that's, that's a once-in-a-lifetime So that was cool. Thing, yeah. um, and, of course, we were on high alert during the whole time they were there. Well, obviously, because... But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> North Korea is right there. Yeah, yeah. And so um, over there, it's kind of weird when you're when you're in a remote area like that. They call that a remote tour. Um, when, anytime you're overseas in the military, it's like rank doesn't matter as much as it does when you're over here. It's you're American. It's like I'm an American. You're American. We stick together. Yeah, yeah. It just it the camaraderie is way way better than it is when you're stateside. Yeah. And so I got to know some pilots and stuff and we'd be out partying together and they were cool and everything else got to be good, real good friends with second lieutenant and uh he knew a guy down at the um osan base that had they left 15s down there so a10s are just one seaters only and he flew a10s he's like hey you guys want to go up some i'm like are you kidding me yeah, yeah, yeah. and so he set it up with his buddy down there That's that we, awesome. they call them incentive flights um, and uh, he set it up so we were able to, able to go on F-15. That was insane. That's super cool, yeah. man. Yeah, it was, I mean, I'm a private, I got my private license after I got out and stuff. Okay. But, but I just did that for recreation. You still fly? You still... I have I started my business and that kind yeah, of sucked yeah, my yeah, time yeah, right out yeah. of me. But uh, Let me ask you, when you were up in, in, uh, in Korea and that, uh, you said F-15? Yeah. You listen to Danger Zone? Yeah. <laughs> it's cranking it. It was, it was funny. You know, he, um, he was a major, and we're flying, and you have to go through special training to go above 30,000 feet. Uh-huh. 
and you have to have an altitude card, all this stuff. Well, I didn't do that. It's kind of a quick thing. They, you know, took me through, you know, if you had to jettison out, all, you know, safety stuff. This is what happens if it goes bad. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, so he said, I kind of squeezed you in today to do this. I've got a dogfight set up. We're, we're going to do, and we are, we're going to do it um, as long as you're okay with it. Um, but we're going to be above 30,000 feet doing this. I just want to make sure. I'm like, really? You know, I'm a freaking, you know, um, what was I at the time? A sergeant. You know, and you're a freaking major. I'm gonna go tell and rat you yeah, out. Yeah, and like, yeah, no, yeah, I don't. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so it's pretty crazy. And he let me take the stick a couple of times and just do some basic God, stuff. So but, cool, man. That's but super cool. when we took off, I, and you know, because they do it every day, I guess. But I mean, when we took off, it was just I was just pinned, and it's like, <laughs> and he's up there just like it's nothing. He doesn't even feel it. And the whole time he's just talking and you know, okay, we're gonna roll now. I'm like, okay. And, I, I can't and, yeah. and he's what are you? And he's like, you okay? And they got this thing they always say money. If you're if, if if you're doing good, he's like instead of he's like okay great he's like money money he's like you doing all right I'm like yeah I'm good money I'm like well, okay <laughs> and, but but he was just like you know calm cool I mean just doing crazy stuff and it was nothing to him yeah that's crazy those guys are insane it's know? like those dudes that can talk to you while you're working out I'm like leave me alone I'm yeah. lifting right now yeah. Yeah. well Chris uh, lunch is here so it's time to eat but uh, thank you so much for your service and thanks for coming oh, to watch me today you. sir.